Hello, I am Judesca Villan and this is another Rapper Podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Rapper's Newsbreak, Beyond the Stories. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different from previous ones, but equally very important also. We're going to discuss disinformation in the Philippines and the trends seen by our team of fact-checkers here in Rappler. Kasama ko ngayon si Vernice Santuco, or Vern as we call her, a researcher writer who also handles fact-checking and various efforts against disinformation. Hi Vern, thank you for joining me today. Hi Jodas, thanks for having me. So I'm very excited about this episode because we will dip dive into what we're doing as fact-checkers. So can you tell me first ano yung situation ng disinformation in the Philippines? Uh, where are we compared uh, in the global scale? Because if I remember correctly, one of the f- uh, key figures in the fight against disinformation uh, said before, now we are called, the Philippines is the patient zero. Mm. Can you discuss? Yeah, we have been called patient zero because mm-hmm. they've said that President Duterte's social media campaign in 2016 mm-hmm. was a precursor to Brexit and okay. the U.S. elections. Okay. So, kung baga tayo yung parang testing ground mm. para sa disinformation across the globe. Mm-mm. Yeah, I personally, I think that is because maybe labor is cheaper Mm-mm. in the Philippines. Mm. And I think they are less strict in the Philippines also about how how information is passed around. Mm-hmm. And then also, Facebook is very big in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And so that's mostly, I think, where they're they're playing around with tactics, mm-hmm. if ever. So before we discuss yung other details, pa, mm-hmm. can you tell us first how does your team conduct fact-checking? Okay. And in process nyo? Okay. So every day, we have actually a number of sources uh-huh. na namin ng mga claims, possibly mm-hmm. false or misleading claims mm-hmm. online. Um, one of those is Facebook, mm-hmm. but another big source that we have is actually from our readers. So they email us claims that they see online na baka misleading or false. And then from there, we have a list and then we just decide, um, is this false, misleading, but or is it actually true? Because mm-hmm. sometimes there are headlines that look false but uh-huh. are actually true. Mm-hmm. And then we are very straightforward mm-hmm. when we write our fact checks. So, Sa headline pa lang makikita mo na kung false ba siya, misleading ba siya. Ano nga ba yung claim na fina-fact check namin. Okay. And then in the actual story makikita mo na rin kaagad. Ito yung claim, ito yung rating namin. Mm-mm. Tapos ito yung facts that will support our rating. You mentioned kanina na sometimes okay yung laman and then yung headline is mali. Yes. Possible mis- misleading. Since you've started fact checking for uh, in the Philippines or other uh, global issues then, any key things that a person needs to know to distinguish a factual article, report, from a fake uh, disinformation effort? As a fact-checker, yung una kong hahanapin or titingnan is kung whether primary source ba yung mm. source niya. Source ng siguro blog post or okay. or social media post na yun. So, primary sources would be government document mm. or galib, galing ba siyang speech ng isang government official Mm-mm. for kung wari, walang pasok. May mga fake walang pasok announcements uh-huh. kasi yun yung mga hinahanap ng mga tao. Galing ba siyang mayor or galing ba siya official announcement ba siya galing sa school ninyo? Uh-huh. Kung may video nga, yung tao ba na nag-post yung tao na kumuha ng video or ni-repost lang ba niya galing sa ibang 
um, source, ganon. Source is the most important. Mm-mm. And people should check names, dates, places, time. If it's a timely, if time is relevant to Mm-mm. the situation, if it's a disaster, for example. And uh, since you started, kailangan mag fact check din as a team? It was around last year, April? April, so. Yeah, but then we started officially fact checking last year. But then, as a news organization, Rappler has always been fact-checking oh, yeah. naman. Yes. So right? Whenever, like, whenever we hear politicians, especially, or public figures, mm-hmm. say something that is wrong or false, mm-hmm. we'll always call them out. What are the trends that you've seen so far in the past at least three years under Duterte? Mm-hmm. Yung, who are the usual suspects? Because I'm sure meron na palagi na lang it's either produce ng, ng disinformation articles. Well, I've only been fact-checking for a year. Uh-huh. But ang napapansin ko is lagi silang the quote-unquote fake news Mm-mm. always follows the actual news cycle. Okay. So whoever is on the news, whether it's the president or the barretos, they're always they're the ones who are being talked about okay. sa mga disinformation campaigns mm-hmm. also. Another one is groups and pages that spread disinformation are very insidious. Okay. So it could be they're they're more often than not groups that you wouldn't suspect of spreading disinformation. They're they're not very explicit. Mm. So there are pages for instance na puro who got quotes. Okay. Na fina follow ng actually ng mga friends ko. Alright. <laughs> tapos bigla na lang you know who got quote who got quote tapos bigla na lang may ilalabas sila na political okay. na wala namang basis Alright. for truth and then well you know that's gonna show up on your feed diba mm-hmm. and they have millions of followers sometimes um, there are other pages or groups that just share photos of vegetables mm-hmm. as in gulay lang walang okay. captions tapos ang dami nilang followers and I don't know why siguro natutuwa yung mga tao sa mga litrato ng gulay but yun tapos bigla na lang same thing, they will post so- something that has nothing to do with vegetables but mm. is actually false or misleading, sometimes political even. Mm. And it could, you know, harm the people who follow them. Do you think that, uh, din sa mga pages na hug- uh, hugot, po, hugot pages or mm-hmm. yung mga vegetables farming, because I've encountered them also, do you think na yung purpose nila mag-post nun happened after dumami yung followers nila. Kasi minsan, di ba may nababasa ko or nagsabi na, minsan binibili mga pages. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah, that's possible for sure. <laughs> Naka-encounter ka na ba ng ganun sa... I'm hesitant to say okay. that they've, they were bought with, because I don't, I don't have proof. Alright. So I don't want to mislead anyone. Okay. Yes. But then, that is the theory that I hear a lot of people or experts in the field mm. say and I do think that it is possible because we've encountered some pages that, for instance, in the earlier years were K-pop or K-drama mm. okay. pages. All right. And so they would, I guess that's what they would post. All and right. they, their names were K-pop or K-drama related. And oh. then they would fall under our radar because suddenly their names change and they are spreading things that are false or misleading. Okay. 
So there's there are those. Parang whoever's a purveyor of fake uh, disinformation or, or quote unquote fake news, they tap into the interests of the public. Yeah, I think that's also a way for them to gain clicks uh, to their blog yes. sites. Uh-oh. Because a lot of disinformation campaigns happen through not just Facebook, but mm-hmm. actually through blog sites. And I think they ride on whatever is trending at the moment mm-hmm. because they, Shampre, it's clickbait, right? Yeah. And why, why would you do clickbait if not to get more ad revenue? So uh, sometimes you'll see yun nga, harmless things. Claudine mm-hmm. Barreto is dead now. <laughs> Di pa siya patay. Mm. Oh, hindi pa. <laughs> Kakapost lang niya kagabi. Yes. <laughs> si Shaina Magdayaw din, buhay pa siya. Okay. And yun, you mentioned yung ad revenues and clickbaits. Mm. How does a outside Facebook na mga disinformation websites, how do they earn ba? I think it's the same way that any website would earn money through ads. So the bigger the views, the, the more, no more views, money. The more money you okay. get. And you mentioned kanina the usual suspects or minsan Barret, the Barretos, the new cycle. How about yung mga in the political arena? Yeah. Sino usually yung mga usual targets of disinformation? Okay, I think there's a common misconception that Mm-mm. it's usually only the administration that is, yeah. or or that the administration or one of them, uh-huh. either the administration or the opposition, mm. are the only ones being targeted. Okay. But actually, both are being targeted. Okay. Although, in from what I've seen, based on what we've monitored to be trending at certain times or based on those things that people have sent us through emails, okay. the opposition is more likely to be the the victims or okay. the targets okay. of disinformation. It could also be, like, just to give the benefit of the doubt, Mm-mm. it could also be because they're the topics of mm-hmm. the news cycle. Okay. Like Trillianis, for okay. instance, when... That that issue was going on. He was usually um, the target of disinformation. When mm. Delima also, when her trial was ongoing, she was the target as well. Mm. Yun. In, and you mentioned kaniya yung factor talaga yung news cycle sa trends sa mga mm. ano. Parang from that information na nakuha ko for you. Parang it shows na whoever's behind the, uh, the fake fake news website has a uh, quote unquote. They're very Pinafalo talaga nila yung nangyayari, yung yeah. uh, news cycle kasi it's a uh, uh, very uh, huge factor sa paano na makakuha ng views to earn money. So, coming from that, there are people who kind of ignore the trends of disinformation in the Philippines kasi they say na, oh, it's only online. It's only, that's outside mm. of the, it's not offline. Wala siya sa physical realm ko. Mm-mm. Pero, for your, uh, from your research, kahit beyond what you fact-check, what is the biggest impact of this information now you've seen, perhaps, for siguro isa sa Philippines and yeah. isa, maybe in the global scale? Okay. Just to show na, hindi lang to vacuum nangyayari. Okay. Para sa akin, and I've talked about this before actually, mm-hmm. pero di ko talaga siya makalimutan, yung biggest impact yung yung fact check na nagawa ko na sa tingin ko na may malaki siyang impact mm-hmm. is yung tungkol sa pagbabakuna okay back when the measles outbreak was very much in the news uh-huh. so yung kumakalat ay parang 
chain message siya eh, para through text or mm. WhatsApp or some messaging app. Na wag daw magpabakuna sa public health centers kasi okay. inbis na bakuna yung binibigay sa yo. AIDS virus daw. Oh my god. Okay. I know. Parang para siyang <laughs> ano, para siyang evolution nung sa dati di ba may hooks na sa sa mga sinehan, may mang babak may mag-inject sa ng blood na may AIDS virus. Yeah, exactly. And then so wag daw magpabakuna kasi AIDS virus daw. Tapos tapos the people behind it or ISIS daw. Okay. So, so the ISIS are trying to give all of us AIDS. Okay. And so I fact-checked it. But, and that was siguro a year ago. And now we have another outbreak, okay. right? So, I mean, I don't know if it was that specifically uh-huh. that caused fear among people. But it certainly didn't help, di Yeah, ba? it reflects yung parang at least extreme of the anti-vaccine. Kasi di ba yung mga anti-vaxxers, they say na, they will inject you something else that will weaken your body mm-mm, more. Mm-mm. So that's a more, a more extreme take on that messaging. Yeah. I think, and then also, I know you, you want something that's more of a global impact, uh-huh. but um, before I go into that, uh-huh. I also want to share na there are certain, I've, I've recently encountered some claims that affect people personally, people who are not necessarily public mm. figures. Okay. So, and, and there's been quite a lot of them, but one in particular that I fact-checked was this OFW daw na ni-rape at yeah, ginahasa at pinatay tapos tinanggalan ng naman lang. Yes. Okay. And OFW siya sa Saudi Arabia. Ayun, tapos it was, you could see the photo mm-hmm. of the guy, the the alleged victim mm-hmm. of this crime. But it turns out that guy is fine. Mm-hmm. He is a real person. Oh, real person. I found him. <laughs> Um, and dinenay niya actually na siya yung tao dun sa, sa news na yun. So, I think in that way, it also affects, parang disinformation can also affect people personally mm. in ways that you don't realize. Kasi somewhere out there could be your photo mm. with the words patay or okay. ginahasa, di ba? Okay. And it's not just him. I've actually encountered a lot of these similar claims and they all include photos of real people. The headline is usually pinatay, ginahasa or sex scandal. Usually yung mga, yun yung mga yung may nakaka-include na mga school, 'di ba? Kunya yeah. something something school, university. Long estudiante. Oh. sex scandal, whatever, I don't know, with a priest. Yeah, so and I think these people they they actually come out and say na if when they find it they come out and say oh that's not me and they usually find out that it's mm. spreading because their friends and family are concerned and they reach out to them and they ask them about it so that's one real world impact it may it might not be big yeah diba? but it, but it's your reputation yeah exactly your and you're not a public yes. person diba swerte ka na lang na may manakita and timbrehan ka pero yeah. what if hindi ka hindi ka hindi ka masabihan then and considering yeah, it's, it's na everyone's there. on Facebook now mm-hmm. it's easy to see then mamaya ma-affect pa yung job prospects in the future mm, exactly and so and then worldwide claims I think uh, abroad it's so especially in the west I think the conspiracy theory culture is so mm. real uh-huh. so I would think flat earthers mm-hmm. would be one Oh. Um, example of what you were asking for. Mm-mm. It does have real-world impact in the sense na 
you know, there are thousands of people who believe that the earth is flat. To mm. death. <laughs> yes. And then there are there are Facebook groups, the flat earthers. Yeah, exactly. And grave, I I don't know. It's just so. It's like the complete opposite of what we learn Mm-mm. in school. Vern, you mentioned kanina yung mga people na involved, nagiging subjects ng disinformation nito. And you talked to one, uh, one who said na hindi totoo yung balita na namatay siya in Saudi mm, Arabia. Yeah. Ano yung reaction niya? Kasi, uh, ano yung reaction niya first siguro? And do you think na yung reaction niya is reflects din yung other reactions of the other cases? I actually didn't talk to him personally. Mm-hmm. He, I, I stalked him online, okay. and I found that he posted about it. Okay. Um, I did talk to one person who was a victim of one of those hoaxes. Mm-hmm. She is actually a friend of mine. All right. And, Shampre, she was super concerned because nga madaming ma- madaming mga tao na nagsasend sa kanya ng article na yon. Mm-hmm na nagsasabi, uy, nakita ko to, um, involved ka daw sa sex scandal or na-rape ka daw or something. Um, and yeah, she was really concerned, syempre, kasi other people were concerned mm. for her. And her photo, it was her image there. Mm. Saan yung nakukuha yung photo na Facebook? From online, yeah. Yeah, so, so parang clearly from that, if, they, if, it, if this can happen to them, it can mm. happen to anyone kasi Imagine mo ilang tao ang nasa Facebook on the, in the Philippines, one, uh, 100 mil- million millions of people yeah. on Facebook, and our photos are public available online. If yeah. Kahit, kahit na private ka, your profile picture is Uh-oh. there, so it can be used by whoever. So kita mo yung from the impact ng on a global scale or in a political scale na alleged involvement of this information in the election of President Rodrigo Duterte from the Brexit and sa election of President Trump in the US makikita mo yung mas personal impact nito sa reputation of the people Mm-mm. and we're all at risk and vulnerable to these things and then siguro my next question is your work naman the fact checking mm-hmm. i've monitor no monitor ko maginagawa yung fact checks yeah and it can be like as simple as getting the right quote, the transcript of the politician. Uh-oh. And can be as man ridiculous, pero very very mahirap or very taxing like Mm-mm. stalking someone <laughs> na, stalking someone on Facebook na sabe that na pero turns out boy pa and yeah. fine. Ano yung mga challenges na na harap ninyo and like kunya reflex kung may example ka and how did you how were you able to overcome these challenges or mm-hmm. how were you able to confirm whether mm. it's a misleading f- true or false actually it's not for me the challenge is not trying to figure out if mm-hmm. something is true or misleading what is frustrating to me is when syempre I want to be fair mm-hmm. and so if I see that someone posts something that is that I find to be false or misleading Mm-mm. I usually reach out to them and ask saan mo to nakita uh-uh. um, ano yung source mo ganon tapos delete na lang nila yung okay. post nila so sa akin lang yun yung pinaka frustrating kasi hindi ko rin malabas or masabi na oh this is this information is false kung wala na yung information doon mm. Um, so that's one. Mm-mm. Like, instead of doing that, I wish people would just take accountability Mm-mm. and say, you know, sorry, 
Yes, exactly. Others would be, syempre, I think as as journalists, we all experience this. People don't respond to you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, people don't respond to you. One of the hardest or one of the harder fact checks that I've had to do are about history mm. because history you know because it happened in the past it's so hard to get facts about it mm. you know one source could say a hundred thousand people died during this war another source could say a million people died right so I usually would have to consult historians okay. and history books on those even you know check old newspaper clippings to mm. see if certain events really did happen or really were reported on mm. and you you mentioned kanina that facebook really plays a role in what you're doing mm. it get it's study enough of this information and yeah. also they're trying to they're making efforts to counter it and then they face <laughs> well they're making more of an effort than the other social media platforms yeah. i think but they are also not perfect yes so disclaimer yes. we are a third party fact checking partner of facebook mm-hmm. and this actually helps us out a lot because we are able to see with the help of facebook what is trending that could possibly be false or misleading okay and then whenever we rate something on facebook actually they will they won't remove it okay. but they will downgrade or downrank it on the news feed so okay. that you won't see it on your news feed okay so they're playing with the algorithm yeah Based and they on. will also alert you naman like oh you shared something okay. false here is the article. But they won't delete it. No, they won't delete it. Okay. Yung in the I'm going to the controversy face by Facebook mm. recently. Kasi particularly about political uh, ads. Yeah, kasi yeah. Diba, uh, AOC Alexander Ocasio Cortez yeah. during the in the US Capitol, she confronted uh Mark Zuckerberg. And then also parang kanina lang or kahapon naglabas ng letter yung employees of Facebook yesterday yeah. denouncing yung decision ng Facebook leadership not uh, hindi mag-fact check ng political, political ads. ads kahit na false to mga political ads ato especially in the US now na primaries na for yeah. the, uh, for the election and next year may election na ulit can you tell me ano ba yung reason ng Facebook sinasabi ng leadership ng Facebook regarding why they won't do it and do you have an do you think mm. they're right? Or ano yung malisa okay. um, rational nila? Some background first. Uh-huh. So as a fact checker, and in particular a fact checking partner of Facebook, we've never been able to rank or to to report the fact checks that we've done on what politicians have said. Okay. So what they're saying now is they will run political ads even though there are things on those ads that have been fact-checked by the fact-checkers. Okay. So, essentially, it's like these people are paying to spread lies, okay. right? Yes. yes. Am I making sense? Uh-oh. Yeah, and then, of course, because of the nature of social media and the internet and Facebook, you are able to target those ads okay. to the people that you want to target. Uh-oh. And so that is actually the problem of the Facebook employees with this new rule Uh-oh. that politicians can actually pay to say something that is false. Why are they countering the efforts that you're doing as fact-checkers? And then Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook CEO, is actually saying he's he's defending this decision okay. because he's saying it's freedom of speech, freedom of expression. They don't want to control what politicians say. Okay. 
but we are still allowed to fact check, for instance, ads that are run that say false things about health okay. or public health or other things. It's just political ads, ads. that they don't want to touch. Because I'm sure it takes them so many money. I guess, yes. Yeah. I, I think so too. I'm sure kasi kakalabas na naman ang news na yan. Meron na bang reactions from the third-party fact-checkers? Yeah, actually, we've we heard about it earlier. And it caused quite a stir. Mm-hmm. Because, well, we weren't really consulted when they changed this rule. Okay. At least from our end. I mm-hmm. don't know if maybe the U.S. fact-checkers. Because yung nga, Facebook is a U.S. company. Uh-huh. But from our end in Asia-Pacific, we weren't consulted. They kind of just announced it to us before it was rolled out. Mm-hmm. So as fact-checkers, we didn't really know it was going to happen. Uh-uh. I think what happened was we were told a few days before Mark Zuckerberg said something. He said something in a speech that they would no longer, um, no longer fact-check political ads. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't really react or we couldn't really say anything okay. at the time we are going to a there will be a fact-checking summit Mm-mm. in menlo park next week uh-uh. so the international fact-checking network ifcn Mm-mm. and facebook are going to have a sort of meeting a summit dialogue um, yeah uh-huh. hopefully a, a productive dialogue yes hopefully and where we'll discuss that among other things. Okay. And then, you've been fact-checking for, for a year already. Mm-hmm. How does this, the creators of this, this, this information websites posted are clearly fake? Mm-hmm. How do they respond to your efforts? Because, of course, they are, they're notified, <laughs> ba? If na, if na tatag yung post nila. Delete. Yes. Yes. Parang meron bang, do they, nakikita mo ba na nag-intensify ba yung kanilang efforts to produce? Or do they, or do nakikita mo na they just delete their post and then post again in the future and then delete. It's like playing whack-a-mole. Oh, okay. They will delete the posts or sometimes they will delete the the, the page or the group or mm. it will be, become an inactive. Okay. So it won't share anything. Um, and then a new one will pop up and it will be sharing the same things. Mm-mm. And then again, once you fact check it, they're going to become inactive. Mm-mm. And we've noticed that... So a pattern that we've noticed noticed with these um, pages and groups is that they all share the same things at the same time. Mm, okay. So, yeah. it shows that they're all connected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you have a story on that, right? On yes, we do. So, uh, if you want like two more, more in-depth stuff on this information in the Philippines, go to rapper.com slash break and then you have a microsite on this information. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, so just go to Rapper. Just search it on Rapper because it's naman siya. So for my last question, because you mentioned kanina na people are emailing you for to fact-check stuff. Yeah. So can you tell us how can the public also or even our listeners help combat this information? Okay. So one way is to send us mm. your the, the claims that you see online uh-huh. and um, if you want us to fact-check it, you can send it over to fact-check at rappler.com so it's fact check at rappler.com so yes. it's a one word that yes. okay. I always also say if you ever you see something that you know is not true Mm-mm. do not interact with it yes. don't Kahit share it don't share it and say this is fake yes, okay. yes. don't do that 
Kasi it will, tataas siya sa news, news feed ng mga yeah. Every interaction will boost a eh, post, di ba? Yeah, and then Facebook will figure out, like their algorithm will think, oh, this is the kind of content that you want to see. Mm. So they'll keep, that that sort of thing will keep showing up on your news feed. Okay. And you don't want that, di ba? Oh. So don't share it, don't comment, don't like it. Don't, don't like it. Don't like Don't. <laughs> ang hirap i-ano eh. Kasi minsan we want to like, kasi sa Facebook, diba, of course, not sure if that's only my vacuum of social media. Uh, we want to like counter things na hot. Um, so what we do is, so not human nature natin is to share and do, magkuda yeah. about that. Yeah. So don't do it if clearly fake news or uh, fake news yung nakikita mo online. So they have to do is Get the link and send to... Get the link and a screen, screenshot. You can send it to factcheckatraptor.com. You can also report it to yes. Facebook yourself or Twitter or YouTube. Uh-oh. Actually, there are, there's a lot of disinformation going around on YouTube. If you see that a friend of yours or a family member is the one who shared this particular post, mm-hmm. you can just message them privately and say, Hey, you actually shared something that is not true. Here's what I found out about it. That is true. Mm-mm. Maybe you should take down your post because it's misleading people. Yes. So let's start with our network. Yeah. Our family. Because I'm sure. Matita mo. Matita. For mo. sure. Parents, <laughs> even our parents, <laughs> though, minsan, naging fall victims again. No matter kung ano topic, minsan, about sa medicinal kuno. Yeah. Diba? Ang daming ganun. Not herbal, herbal. Yes. So, <laughs> on that note, let's not forget our part in ending this horrible disinformation trend. Especially, papasok na ang very crucial period of our country, the election, mm. 2022 elections. And then, and dami-dami nangyayari sa Philippines ngayon na I'm sure what, this, like what Vern said earlier na mag-ride ang mga disinformation purveyors or fake news purveyors. So, thank you, Vern, for joining me today and all the thank things you for that having me. your team is doing against disinformation in the Philippines. I know sobrang stressful sa inyo. I can see the stress in your face. <laughs> And hopefully, maging productive yung fact-checking summit next week in Menlo Park. Sana may dialogue. And hopefully, you hold yes. the flag for Philippine democracy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, thank you also, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, if you would like to be updated on this issue and also help us in our efforts against fake news and disinformation in the Philippines, please follow Rappler and Newsbreak on our social media accounts. Again, you can also send links, screenshots of you think or fake articles to factcheckatrapper.com. So that's factcheckatrapper.com. Again, I am Jodeska Villan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.